Hello there, this interview that you're about to hear was originally done by me, Sam Roscoe or Chris Prince for the Blue Moon podcast sometime between 2009 and now. That means if there's anything that sounds a bit out of date or if there's anything that's an obvious topic that we've not asked the guest about, it's probably because the interview is from a long time ago. This show is basically the Blue Moon podcast interview archive. All of the new interviews that we do with former City players and managers will go live on the Blue Moon podcast first, so if you like what you hear then please go and subscribe to that and there's a new show every Friday with a look at everything on and off the pitch for City. But for now enjoy the end of this generic recorded message and enjoy the interview with the person whose name is in the title of this episode. I think it was, it was made easier by the manager at the time, uh, Peter Reid who bought me. Uh, I think the, the first conversations I had with him as he said don't try and play like a, a two and a half million pound player. Just play uh, how you've played. This attracted the attention for ourselves to, to bring you here. So we don't want anything different from you. Just do what you've been doing. Um, and that's the responsibility that, uh, that, uh, that I had. How did the move come about from uh, from Wimbledon? Um, well, the got contacted through uh, through an agent who said that Manchester City were interested. Um, I think the, the the original bidding started uh, below two million pound, um, and Wimbledon at the time wanted uh, they, oh, they wanted more money because I was seen as an asset to them, uh, and it was then the persistence of Man City uh, to, to get me, and then also my desire to to go uh, from Wimbledon. Uh, to, to, uh, to Manchester um, Wimbledon didn't want to sell me uh, I wanted to go uh, because I saw it was a fantastic opportunity to go and plan my trade uh, at a massive club when you uh, when you arrived at City, obviously you mentioned it was uh, it was Peter Reid was the manager what what was he like as as uh, as a boss excellent um, again slightly slightly different because I'd gone from a very uh, a very strict routine at Wimbledon. Uh, um, people will say about uh, the Wimbledon style of play. Um, we came from a very competitive unit whereby we knew we didn't have uh, the best players and for us to compete uh, at that level, we had to be organised and disciplined uh, in our play. So everything, uh, the preparations throughout the week uh, was always about stopping the opposition and uh, attacking the oppositions where we thought we had, they had weaknesses. Then, so again, the attention to detail was... Um, had to be accurate and had to be had, had to be implemented on the uh, on the coaching field, uh, and everybody, playing staff, coaching staff, bought into that. And the, the biggest difference was then when you came came to Man City, uh, they had naturally good players that were allowed the freedom to go and express themselves. So having that uh, that air of freedom of expression in your play, in your training, uh, in the build up uh, to the uh, to the, when you're playing games, uh, was a complete culture shock. shock. Well, I was going to say though that that must have suited you quite well because you you were quite you were quite happy to have the ball at your feet for a defender. Yeah, um, I was I was comfortable on the ball, uh, on the ball probably because of my upbringing. Uh, when I first started professional football, I was uh, a right winger. I made me debut for for Bristol Rovers as a a flying right winger. scored scored on me debut. Uh, went on to make uh, a hundred about a hundred appearances as a as a left winger uh, or right winger. So I could handle a football. I could. Uh, I went on to play as a fullback uh, as well. I made me debut in the Premier League, or not the Premier League, in the, the first the old first division there uh, for Wimbledon. Uh, uh, as uh, as a left back, uh, and then went on to play a number of games, left back, right back. Um, but my chosen position was always going to be uh, centre back. 
it's uh, it's I mean it's one of those things where you you look back down the years you actually you were you you were one of those characters that was that was quite kind of kind of galvanizing for the team and, and confident to, uh, to to kind of have at the back four uh, I enjoyed my time there. Uh, played with some good players. Uh, I think when I first went into the team, I had uh, Steve Redmond, Colin Hendry, uh, as centre back partners. Uh, then went on to with uh, with Michael Vonk as well. Um, uh, yeah, um, and again, I think they were they were combative characters. Um, that gave me the freedom to go and express myself, and you know, they they did the horrible side of the game. I, I did the good bit. I got the ball down and, uh, and I played. What was it like having um, a player manager? Because it's not something that we see that often anymore. Um, it was good because of the because of his ability as a player, the the, the respect that everybody had for him within the football club as a player because of his because of his reputation, his, his attitude to football was excellent. Uh, he wanted to get he wanted to get the ball down. He wanted to play, but he was a very very competitive uh, manager. He, he'd been a very he'd had a, a fantastic career as as a very competitive player, and he, uh, his team he wanted his team to to be an image of himself. Now going into a city team that was that was flying high in the Premier League was it uh, did you find that that was was kind of good pressure to have if you know what I mean yeah, again, I think we were given freedom to express ourselves. Uh, a very relaxed uh, environment that, that was uh, that was built on characters within. We had we had strengths within the team, individual strengths within the team, but um, we were all individually within our roles allowed to express ourselves. What uh, What did you make of the news that uh, that Peter Reid was to be sacked? Uh, shocking, because I think. Uh, it's, Previous two years, I think we finished some about fifth and fifth and sixth, or maybe sixth and seventh, fifth or sixth. Uh, and again, I think we've we've gone through a, 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 a sticky patch, um, but nowhere nowhere near merited or warranted the uh, the sack. Uh, for the, again, one, one bad season doesn't doesn't make a failure. I think we're going through a transitional period where we were trying to bring in better players of a higher quality to to, to push up the division to uh, to try and get in the in the top uh, in the top four uh, three or four. Did you, as a as a player on the pitch, did you were you ever affected by the kind of off the pitch um, problems that City were having at the time, especially like in the boardroom? Um, I, I was there when the, when the the takeover was uh, when uh, when Franny Lee um, <coughs> and the consortium. Uh, uh, invested in the football club and took control of the football club, um, and it was a it was more of a hands-on uh, approach, uh, more uh, more football people or so so-called football people being in and around uh, the football club, and you, you could tell that it was having um, it was having in its effect because you know when, when the new manager came in and things like that, uh, it was just, there was there was an air of difference around the place, but the, uh, ultimately the the failings that we had were, were based on us not being good enough on the, on the pitch with the, you know, the year we got relegated. I think the start to the season that we had was shocking. Uh, still, still should have got out of it in the, with the last game of the season against Liverpool. That I was going to ask about that 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 last day of the season. It, obviously, times have changed a lot now, and, and you know, fans are on social media all the way through the game. Back then, it was it was kind of radios to the ears. How much did you know of, of, of results elsewhere at that time? Uh, well, I think um, it's been well documented. Like, now Queen got taken off about 15 minutes ago, and it was, it was one of those a draw was enough, uh, and it was one of those trying to keep the ball in the corners for, for the last 15 minutes of the game. Uh, and then the next thing you, you're getting the frantic now Queen running up and down. We need a goal. 
So as a player, is that is that something that's that's distracting when you when you kind of hear this? Oh, this is enough. This isn't enough. That sort of thing. Um, yes and no. <laughs> it's not as if you can score at will or or, or stop a go uh, a goal going in at will. But I think the whole stadium uh, was involved in it. Uh, everybody was tuned into radios and everything like that, and everybody was listening to everybody else's scores. Uh, and yeah, does it affect? Does it affect you? Uh, you're aware of it, but uh, it doesn't stop you trying to trying to score. What was it as a, as a personal honour? What was it? What was it for you to be named club captain at City? Massive. Um, I, I think when I walked, because when I walked, well, again, it, it ranked with um, the. It had a different type of pressure to the, than the pressure that I had because uh, I came from Wimbledon, where I was, uh, I was captain of Wimbledon, which again was a, a, a pressure bestowed on me by Bobby Gould. That at the time I didn't want it. I didn't want to be captain of Wimbledon because it was it was me, me, me first uh, me first foray into the uh, in, in, into the top division. I walked into a football club that had just won the FA Cup. Um, they just sold some of their players um, um, that were uh, household names because of, because of the FA Cup victory. And there was about four or five big characters in that change room that wanted to be captain of Wimbledon. Uh, I walked in there and Bobby Gould, Bobby Gould signed me for then a club record half a million pound and he said the um, first day of pre-season he called me in and told me that, uh, that he was going to make me captain uh, and I, t- I said to him then Bob uh, I don't really want it uh, I want to concentrate on me uh, on me football uh, I don't want the added pressure um, but he insisted uh, and said it's going to be the making of you um, which uh, I can tell you now it was harder being captain of Wimbledon than it was being captain of Man City with, with the characters that, that we had there people like you know, your Vinnie Jones your John Fashion who's um, a difficult change room to be uh, to be captain of. Um, when I went to uh, when I went to Man City, uh, it was an honour, but but something I I looked forward to rather than dreaded. I was going to say, in terms of a playing style and the terms of character on the pitch, you, you you would seem like a natural fit for a captain. Well, uh, I was uh, I was combative. Uh, I was argumentative. Uh, I voiced my opinion in the changing room. Um, to, to, to staff and players, uh, but I, I was always had a, a rationale as well that I could uh, I could see see uh, both sides of arguments. But I was prepared always prepared to speak my mind, uh, and again, I think that was respected. But also then I think uh, at other times it was um, used to my advantage as well because uh, I was uh, uh, a vocal character on and off the field. How did the the move to Wolves come about in uh, in ninety six? Uh, it was deemed that I was earning too much money, and there was a cost cutting exercise at uh, at Man City at the time, whereby they thought that I was earning too much money on the back of a relegation, uh, and it was seen that um, for me to to move would, would enable them to reinvest the salaries that uh, that I was reportedly earning uh, into strengthening uh, strengthening the team what was uh, what was main road like phenomenal um, uh, walking out of main road for the first time uh, as, as captain of the football club phenomenal uh, and again when you when you hear the uh, the blue moon song, it was absolutely it made the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. Uh, and when you got that place uh, with the atmosphere, uh, the, the night games were were unbelievable. Was it strange in that sense then coming back in you know a few years later with Wolves? Uh, yes, 
uh, it, uh, it was because um, all truth be told, uh, I didn't want to go. Uh, I didn't want to leave. Um, I didn't, I've been at, I've been at Man City for five years. I got, there was speculation and there was reports in the paper that I said that I'd left to, to join a bigger club. Uh, that wasn't the case. Uh, I'd left because I joined, I joined a football club that had, in my opinion at the time, uh, bigger ambitions you know, because you know, they weren't cost cutting. They weren't they weren't getting rid of um, assets to balance books they, you know, they were they were trying to get in they were trying to get into the the premier league and again i thought the city at the time had lost their ambition and lost their direction and lost their drive and it was a case of a cost-cutting exercise for, to try and get uh to re-establish themselves and again I think within a couple of years they've been relegated and relegating again, and I think that showed. It, it left a sour taste because people said that people thought um, that I, that I said that I'd left to join a bigger club. That wasn't the case. But the people that were running the f- football club didn't have, uh, didn't, have, in my opinion at the time, didn't have those big ideas. They they, they needed to balance books. And just looking at uh, at yourself now, Keith, you uh, moved on into management. Uh, just just explain to me about how this season's going. Uh, we had a uh, an average start to the season uh, compared to where the aspirations and the expectations were. But again, um, sometimes I joined a football club that were four points adrift at the bottom of the uh, the football pyramid um, uh, on the back end of a relegation. The first season, first season was about. Uh, Surviving and, stay, and and keeping the league status, which we did, we finished twentieth that season. Next season was bit of putting building blocks in place uh, and a foundation. We finished tenth. Uh, then the next season uh, we finished uh, we finished in the playoffs. The aspirations this season, uh, without any further investment financially and and, and selling players and ge- we generated money um, for the football club. Uh, the aspirations this season are to finish in the uh, in the top ten. Will be will be deemed a, a success. You know, every every year we finish above 12th uh, means we've overachieved as a football department compared to other football clubs in this division and I know a lot of ex-City players kind of have that, that, that still have that affinity with the fans so I know a lot of City fans do look out for, for the likes of, of Carlisle United's results that sort of thing so it must be nice to, to kind of still have that backing yeah, the, every every year the the, the FA Cup comes around. Uh, I want to draw Man City. I can't wait. I can't wait to take a team uh, to, to Man City uh, as a manager. 